This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Ancient of days, I thank you this morning. I thank you for drawing us together this morning. We worship you for all your mighty acts in our midst yesterday. And we thank you for what you are set to do this morning and what you have started. We are grateful for bringing us together again. Thank you for what you have in mind. Thank you for doors you have opened. I pray this morning. That new doors you have opened for your children, the enemy will not be able to close it in Jesus' name. Father, as we go into your word, I pray in the name of Jesus. You alone has the word of life. Bring it unto your children in the name of Jesus. Let the word that proceeds from my mouth be such that brings glory and honor to your name. And let it lead to the subverting of souls. And let it not be according to the wisdom of man. Well, let it be according to the wisdom and the power of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. This morning, uh, we are moving on in our series on the Beatitude. And again, we've, uh, we've, we've said it over and over again. It simply means blessed, to be blessed. That means you are blessed if this thing, character is found in you. It means that you are blessed and highly favored by God. If you do this thing, if you are merciful to others, we learned yesterday, God will show you mercy. You will find mercy too. And so if you are hungry and testing for righteousness, you are blessed, not only blessed, you will be filled. If you are meek, you will inherit the earth. This morning, let's turn our Bible to the book of Matthew, the same anchor scripture. Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter 5. And I'll read verse 8. Verse 8 said, Blessed are the poor, I mean, the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Your heart will be pure. Amen. You will see God. Amen. I say, Your heart will be pure. Amen. You will see God. Amen. My heart will be pure. Amen. I will see God Amen. in the name of Jesus. Brethren, I, I, it, I, I love all the blessed, but this particular one, I want to see God. Though at all costs. I don't know what your resolution is. I don't know what, uh, maybe there's any, maybe you want to go see the Queen's Palace in England, or you want to go to Paris, or the most beautiful city, or they told you there's a place that, that that's where, when they ask some people, where, where do you want? Oh, I desire to go to this place before they die. For me, I want to see God. Long and short of it, we need to see God. Now, Brethren, he said, blessed are the poor. I mean, sorry, I keep saying poor. Pure, pure, pure in heart. Pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, brethren, seeing God, whether here on earth or spending eternity with him, should be the daily pursuit of every child of God. Seeing God, whether here on earth or spending eternity with him when you die should be your daily priority. Number one, seeing God. Seeing God is enough for you, like the songwriter said. Now, why the pure in heart will see, why is it only the pure in heart that we see God? Because God looks at the heart. As you are sitting now, whether camera is on or not on, I don't know what is in your heart, except by the except by the revelation of the Holy Ghost. 
You don't know what is in my heart except by the revelation of the Holy Ghost. You see, the heart is a secret place. It's the secret part of man that is invisible. However, the, the product of the heart or the imagination of the heart, the thought, every planning, processing that takes place from anybody's heart, how will you know them? You know them by what they do. So yes, correct. Man does not have access to the invisible part of man. When I mean fellow man, you don't know what is in my heart. I don't know what is in your heart, but that's fine. But one way we can see what is in a man and a woman's heart, it is by what they do, what they say, where they, what they are, where they are, what they are ambitious about, what they aspire to become, what their thought processes are, what their action, their daily habits. It defines what is in their heart. So my brethren, what is the state of your heart? Is it right with God or is not right with God? If it is right with God, you have a privilege to continue to make it right. If it's not right with God, you have a privilege this morning to make it right. Now, turn your Bible with me to 1 Samuel chapter 16, talking about the heart. Talking about the heart. Why is it this, this? Why is it that it is the pure in heart that we see God? So if you are pure in heart, number one, you are blessed. Yes, you are blessed. Number two is that you will see God. So, so there's a great blessing that comes with it. Now, quickly, 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his status, because I have refused him. Why? His heart. He said, for the Lord sees not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. The heart. And that's why for we men, you might say, Oh, so and so person is qualified for this. But to God's faith, God will say, no, this heart is not right with me. So now God looks at the inward part. Man looks at the outward appearance. So why, why must your heart be pure? And why will you see God? Because God looks at the inward heart part. Brethren, another reason why it's only the pure in heart that we see God, it's because the heart of men are desperately wicked. You see, a man can tell you, come and eat. And inside that food, below the soup, is poison. That is the word, that is the kind of, you know, how wicked man can be. The, the book of Proverbs tells us that he said he, say he can tell you to come and eat. Oh, he said, but his heart is far from what? From you. So don't be moved by what you see in the physical. It is what goes on in the heart of a man that defines his destiny. And you cannot go farther than the state of your heart. 
You cannot make progress in life except your heart, you know, begins to make progress. You cannot go farther, whether you walk with God or in anything in life, except you engage your heart right. So our heart is a very important part of our life. We must think the word of God. We must act the word of God. We must allow only the word of God to dwell in our heart. That way our heart is pure. And when our heart is pure, we will see God. I see somebody this morning, God has not visited you because your heart is not right with him. This morning, God will make your heart right with him. In the mighty name of Jesus. We see that in the book of Jeremiah. In the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah. <clears throat> Let's open to Jeremiah. Now, in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give everyone, every man, according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. You see, when you hear that certain, certain things happen to some people, as human, we are surprised. Again, don't get me wrong. Good things and bad things. When you see that good things suddenly, maybe a man or woman suddenly or family or individual could be, was somebody you expect, you the least expected person. Suddenly, something miraculous, God just decided to favor the person. Go and check. They have a record of the heart that has been working with God. The same thing. If you see suddenly, they say with somebody, oh, you see the wicked perishing. Sometimes we are asked, how, how can this man go? How can this woman go like that? How can this thing happen suddenly? Well, God, God will be saying in his heart, he or she is reaping the reward of the secret lie that nobody knows. So, brethren, anyone whose heart is pure before God and before men, you will see God. So I encourage you this morning by the word of God that you should pursue a heart that is pure before God. Strive towards it. Think about it always. Pray about it always. Desire it. Take step to sanctify your heart before God. Always. Now, how do you know if your heart is right with God? It is as simple. If your heart is right with God, you will think like God. A good example. God will not think to kill his neighbor. God will not pull his brothers down. That's the way God thinks. God thinks of good health. He thinks of longevity. He thinks of peace. He thinks of the word of God. He thinks of holiness. He acts in holiness. So if all of this, he thinks about soul. He thinks about his kingdom. So if you are thinking like God, it's a sign that you have a heart that is right with God. We also see an example in the Bible of a young man called Gehazi who had worked with the servant of God, Elisha. 
At least by human calculation, Gehazi will have inherited double of the anointing on Elijah, double of the anointing on, El on Elisha. So he will have been greater than Elijah, greater than Elisha, but he lost it because his heart was not right with God. Brother, anyone whose heart is not right with God, don't think you can get away with it for a long time. You can. It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. So if your heart is not right with God, it's a matter of time. The whole thing will be, will be exposed. It will be exposed. You can't cover it anymore. So, and if your heart is right with God, also it's a matter of time. It will be exposed not long to show what your heart is really. You know, some people do things for ulterior motive. That is why God looks at the heart. God looks at why, you know, okay, okay, you have a revival hour every morning, praise God. Oh, you go to church, why do you go to church? Why do you attend revival hour? Oh, you pay your tithe, why? Oh, you, you have been calling that brother or following up with that sister, or you have been trying to be nice and this, there's something hidden. Our senior pastor tells us that, you know, somebody's following you closely. You need to find out what they see. That because you don't know what is in their mind. So, brethren, we must have the right motive. It is not long. The whole thing will show up. We will know it. And my prayer for you is this, is that your heart will be right before God in Jesus' name. Also, why is this important? Because... Right from the time that man, that sin entered the heart of Adam and Eve when they fell in, in Genesis chapter 3, when they ate that forbidden fruit, from since then, the heart of man has been wicked. And so men inherit this. And that's why when you come to Jesus, then he gives you God's heart. He gives you God's kind of heart. There's an exchange. He removes that heart of stone and gives you the heart of flesh. Some men will say, ah, they can never forgive. Well, if you can never forgive, then you don't want to see God. Oh, I can never let go. Well, if you don't want to let go, then you don't want to see God. Now, what does it mean? It simply means, brethren, that to have a heart that is right and perfect before God. God told Abraham in the book of Genesis chapter uh, 17 verse 1 walk before me and be perfect some people are walking before god but they are not perfect some are not walking at all some are walking but some are not walking with a perfect heart what state are you this morning what state am i we must ask ourselves it also means to have a heart that is right and perfect before men that is high right and it's you see uh, let's 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 also understand this, brethren. Do you know men knows what is good? Even the most wicked person on this earth knows what is good. When they see what is good, they commend it. They, when they see what is good, they commend it. So if men have dwelled in wickedness for a long time, they see the certain part of man. I tell you, 
if you ask the most serial killer or kidnapper or terrorist or whatever demon, whatever people who destroy lives, there's a small part of them that still know what is good. So, brethren, your heart must be perfect before God and before men. Paul says that this one thing he does, that he may have a conscience that is void of offense towards God and towards men. It also means to have a heart that is void of sin. What is the blessing in it? The blessing when you have a pure heart is that you have access to the secret of God. What is the blessing in it? When you have a pure heart, you have access to the power of God. What is the blessing in it? When you have a pure heart, God opens your eyes to see the invisible. You, while you are alive, you become God personified. While you are alive, you see, you become like uh, you become you become you become like God, like like God told Moses, "Say, I have made you a God unto faith." So, practically speaking, Moses was a man like me, but he was also a God on earth. Why? Because of a pure heart, he has seen God. There's no man that sees God. I tell you, you become solutions to people's problems. You you know what is going. You know you the miracle is oh, the miracle is, is a, it, they are all simple thing. They become byproduct of that. Any little thing you see, you see miracle. So, brethren, is your heart right with God? I want you to bow down your head as we pray this morning. Blessed are the the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Do you want to see God? I mean, I want to see God. I don't know whether you want to see God. I don't know where you want to spend the rest of your life. For me, I want to spend it in heaven. I want to spend it with my father in heaven. I want to see him face to face. I want you to bow down your head this morning. First, examine your the state of your own heart. <clears throat> examine the state of your own heart. What is the state of your heart? Any ulterior motive, begin to push them out. Begin to mention them to the Lord to deliver you. The Lord, as from today, no more eye service. No more eye service. I don't want to do things because uh, so that people can call me name. But Lord, I want to do it to please you. Make that your prayer. Are you here this morning? You have not invited Jesus. I want you to know, by default, you were born a sinner. You were conceived in a sin, in sin. And so, but when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, there's, a, there's an exchange. He, he removes the heart of stone and gives you the heart of flesh. You're here this morning, anywhere you may be. It doesn't matter how long you have been in church. Jesus can still redeem you. It doesn't matter how far you have gone into sin. There's a way out for you. Raise up your hand and say, Lord Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. Forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, purge my heart. Make it clean. Make it clean, Lord, before you. Let my heart be right before you. Lord Jesus, this morning, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Restore me to yourself and keep me to the end. In Jesus' name I pray. Father, I live to as many that have prayed this prayer. Forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed.
Amen. In about three minutes, we have four prayers to pray. And I want you to write it down. And I'll be very quick in mentioning them. You can continue to pray them after the revival hour. You are going to say, Father, Father I thank you for bringing the word of life to me this morning. Make me a doer of your word. That is your first prayer point. Father, I thank you for bringing your word of life unto me. Make me a doer of your word in the name of Jesus. Number two, Father, make my heart pure before you daily and for the rest of my life. Let my heart be pure before you daily and for the rest of my life. Let my heart be pure before you daily and for the rest of my life. Number three, Father, purge my heart from anything that is making it dirty. Purge my heart from everything that's making it impure. In the name of Jesus, whatever thing that is defiling my heart, leave my heart alone in the name of Jesus. Whatever thing that's making my heart imperfect before God, this morning I receive my total freedom from them. I want to see God. I want to see God. I want to see God. Number four, Father, let the seed of your word have a permanent place in my heart. Let the seed of your word have a permanent place in my heart that my my heart may be pure before you when a man shall a young man shall shall cleanse his way by taking heed to the word of God. Cry to God. Say, Father, this morning, let your word, let the seed of your word have a permanent place in my heart. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Or mute your devices and say, Amen. 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 Uh, I'd like you to place your right hand on your chest like this. You are going to repeat, repeat after me. You are going to say, Lord Jesus, purge my heart from every walk of wickedness. From every walk of wickedness. You unclean spirit. You spirit. That makes people's heart unfit before God. That makes people's heart unfit before God. This morning. This morning. I cast you out in the name I of Jesus. Cast you out in the name of Jesus. Never to return to my life again in the name of Jesus. Never to return to my life again in the name because of Jesus. Because if the Son therefore shall make me free. Because if the Son therefore shall make me free. I shall be free indeed. I shall be free indeed. So I declare. So I, declare I am free in the name I of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am free from your stronghold in the name of I Jesus. Am from your stronghold in the name of Jesus. I am free from distance in the name of Jesus. I am free, I am free from uncleanness in the name of Jesus. I am free from lying in the name of Jesus. I am free from every debt in the name of Jesus. I am free in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning for your word. Thank you for drawing us together. Thank you for your word you have brought on to us this morning. I pray this morning, even as your people have prayed to you in faith, please, Lord, let, it be, let the result be evident now. Beginning from now, 
Lord Jesus, anyone whose heart was not right with you before they joined this belief, uh, this uh, revival hour, please, Lord, make their heart right. Make my heart right before you. Make it clean before you. Make it perfect. Lord, I pray for all your children as they go out today, whatever thing that enters into people's heart that make their heart imperfect. This morning, Lord, as they go out, preserve them because you have, said us, you have assured us in your word that no evil, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. We stand on your word in Psalm 91 verse 10 as we go out this morning that no evil will enter our heart. We can enter our heart. It will not be found in our heart in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you because our heart will continue to praise you. In Amen. Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid.